Stop, stop, he's already dead. I saw you post that on Twitter, actually. Yeah, I, made, I just already made that joke. Okay, I know. It's the show must go wrong. <laughs> okay, so... So, Milo Murphy's Law. Huh? That's a TV show. Uh, yeah, we'll do that first. Um, episodes we have yet to cover on the show that have aired somewhere in the world. Um, look at this ship and cast party. Yeah, alright. So... One conclusion that I made from the, uh, look at this ship, I think Cavendish is afflicted by the mysterious force. Oh yeah, he was bootleg Candace. That was the entire plot of the episode. They just wanted to do a busting thing again. Yeah. Um, for me, the thing that stood out in the episode was um, unfortunately something probably, I'm not really sure what to make of it. Um, the line was when Zach and Melissa were playing that game. I'm guessing you probably know which line I'm referring to. Say it. Something what? that oozes from your body, but it's not all that unpleasant. I was, I know, I forgot about that line, but yes, why would they do that? And then they, and then they, and then they ruined the joke by going, "Oh, Murphy's Law." Right? Yeah. No. It's like if you're gonna, if you're gonna go that far you might as well go all the way i mean because like disney yeah. let the line in in the first place look we all know you're talking about semen just say it i don't care that it's disney channel <laughs> yeah all right so oh yeah and they made a reference to across the second dimension yeah they did the other dimensionator i'm like that was uh, like, of course, I'm tired of the references at this point, but still, even that was in itself was really weird because it's like it's a movie in universe now. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, it's just a joke, but like, still. Yeah. Yeah, everyone but the Flynn Fletchers and everyone associated with them who, basically, everyone but who got their memories wiped got to see the events, but it's a movie. That's absurd. Maybe. That is absurd. Like that, the implications of that are very far-reaching. Indeed. Um, how about the fact that there was an entire subplot of Dan Povenmire talking to himself in funny voices? Oh my god, I forgot about the Doof and Dakota thing. Why would they think it's a good idea to pair them up? Because... Because the whole, because the joke is, ha ha ha, it's Dan Povenmire talking to himself. In funny voices. Yeah. But I mean, and I mean Dakota isn't too far from Dan's normal voice, but it's just still, like a yeah. Or Dan, yeah. But like, yeah, it's like, it's like Northeast US Dan. <laughs> that's kind of like all I have on that one. Yeah. There was, um, there's not a whole lot to it. Um, cast party... Most of the episode was kind of boring, I think. Yeah, I mean... I liked the ending. A... I, The ending was kind of what I wanted the whole episode to be more like. Like, I was I was hoping that it would be all these stories interconnect. And it was, yeah. but it wasn't revealed until the end with that montage. And it was like, the ending was cool, sure. But, like, the whole the rest of the episode just wasn't... wasn't they didn't use yeah. that. I mean, it was a... I mean, yeah, it was a good idea, but it just, you know... it The execution, I guess, just, you know, kind of fell flat. And I mean, even in look at the ship, the idea of, you know, Zach and Melissa are just waiting for Milo to come out while he's, you know, stuck with all the Murphy's Law, stopping him from just leaving his house. I mean, that's also a good idea, but that also, I don't know, I didn't find it that memorable either. They barely did anything with that. It was mostly about Cavendish. Yeah. And Cavendish Cav was just being Candace. Candace dish. <laughs> Candace, Candace dish. dish fit in your mouth. Okay. Um, I'm sure someone's got to draw fan art of that. <laughs> Can Candace Dish. Candace Dish. Right. So, okay. um... I don't know where else this Perry Schmertz Pistachio Boys breakup arc is going other than Cavin Puss. Like, obviously. They're Which gonna... was a. Wasn't yeah. that cut, though? Was it cut? I didn't see that. I'm pretty sure they said that they had to cut it. Oh. I thought it was going to be important. Like, it seems like they wanted to do it, but it was like, 
casualty of the network or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's Man like apparently it's like there's like too much for it or something. I'm not Man sure. On platypus love is just a little too too progressive for Disney Channel these days, I guess. <laughs> well, sapien platypus. I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, anything else with these episodes? Honestly, no. It was just. They weren't, there wasn't much to them. So let's talk about yeah. the elephant in the room. Um, still got a couple other things first. I want to oh, get do, to huh? the, yeah, I want to get to the elephant a bit later because first we've got, um, the, uh, remaining episodes for season two all announced. Yes. Yeah. And it sounds like the finale is going to be in space from the looks of things. And there's also going to be a flashback episode where Milo... And Melissa in kindergarten or something, like when yes. they first meet or something. Yep. Any comments on that? Um, let me pull up that episode list and see if I can think of anything. Safety. The episode is just called Safety. On on the wiki, it says Safety first. Okay, because I'm on the wiki. I'm on the Disney wiki, and it just says Safety. I want the Milo Murphy's Law wiki. Okay. Yeah, that sounds, like, Elliot... more like a, that sounds more like a real title. Yeah. Milo and Elliot accidentally get handcuffed together. We saw a teaser of that episode, actually, once. Okay, that sounds like it could be fun if they don't ruin it. Yeah, I've in before five minutes of Doofenshmirtz. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, okay, and then Cavendish Unleashed... Let's unleash that boy. He unleashes. Yeah. An, well, Cavendish isn't the one being unleashed though, because he's unleashing a giant alien. It says he's mistakenly doing it, but what if it's not a mistake? What if he? What if it's meant to appear like a mistake, just so he can, you know, be the hero and save Danville? So he can be promoted and not have to be a garbage boy. Yeah, yeah, and he is all about, you know, getting the glory and stuff. Um, okay, I kind of, kind of interested in seeing baby Milo and Melissa. That'll be cute. Unless they ruin it with like time traveling Doofenshmirtz or something. Oh gosh, what if that is what they do? We already know time travel's a thing, and he's working on it. Oh no. Yeah. It's not going to be a flashback at all. Doofenshmirtz is going to ruin. And they'll, uh, or they'll flashback and show Doofenshmirtz somehow always connected to the Murphys or something like that. Disgusting. I don't want that. Why Me would you neither. Put that, why would you put that idea in my head? Yeah. I'm going to destroy you. Okay. Um, the speech Wrestling speech and debate team. Yeah. Not really much I could say There's there. There's absolutely nothing there. That, that might be fun. I mean, it... Sort of reminds me of uh, Athlodecamathalon. Yeah. It just seems like in, that again, but okay, we'll see. In before Doofus a participant. Oh no. <laughs> Mid afternoon snack club is apparently a thing. Yeah, there's no I synopsis, don't... but. Yeah. I did see someone suggest that maybe this is the episode where Isabella is returning, since apparently we know she's coming back in the show at some point. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she she could show up in any of these. Maybe maybe the next one. Maybe Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, I wonder what that's a reference to. What if Chris Pratt's in this episode? Huh. That would be interesting. Um, Escape. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So escape, Milo in space, and sphere and loathing in outer space kind of feel like they're connected. Yes, it sounds like sort of like a story arc to cap off the season. What and I wouldn't be surprised is if like Milo escapes and gets stuck in space, like they're like they're like a two part episode. Yeah, I can't help but think of um bubbled in Steven Universe. Yeah. That is, that's the kind of the exact thing I was thinking, too. I bet it probably won't be as good, though. I'm sure it won't. And yeah. Then... Steven Universe won a Glide Award. Milo has nothing on it. That's probably... Um, Sphere and Loathing in Outer Space is probably going to be the last episode of Milo Murphy's Law ever. Yeah. 
it could, given that the, I'm not sure, there's, a, there's nothing indicating it, but I won't be surprised if it's an hour long, since they do 22 half-hour production blocks, and the wiki has, you know, 20 half-hours, 20 slots listed for the production codes, and Phineas and Firm Effect is one is an hour long, so it takes up two half-hours, though, but... No, this, no, um... Okay, yes. No, but yes. Um, Joshua Pruitt says that uh, Sphere and Loathing is a half an hour episode, but the previous two connect to it, so it's like one story. Ah, okay. So I was right. <laughs> so it's gonna be like an hour long, but split up into a serial, but sort of like Where's Perry, I guess. Who wants to bet it's gonna be another crossover at the end? There, I mean, yeah, wouldn't surprise I mean, me. I mean, I'm sure at least Doofenshmirtz and maybe Perry will appear. For sure, like for certain, they can't not because they have to to um resolve their arc. Yeah, whatever that's gonna lead to. Marriage. <laughs> Hopefully, and then. The show gets cancelled not because of low ratings or it sucks, but because gay sapient platypus romance is too much for Disney. Listen, I want Milo Murphy's Law and Tangled to end the same way, and that is with a wedding. Okay, um, I'm not filled in on Tangled. I just see people post about it. So, what wedding do you want in Tangled? No, I just, I just want them to like get to uh eugenia rapunzel's wedding but i want cassandra and lance to be there this time that's my point okay, okay we don't okay. this is not the okay welcome to my tangled podcast where i talk <laughs> about tangled at naughty and he has no idea what i'm talking about i guess i'll have to do it back at you with something of my own because <laughs> i mean i mean i have the dang and rob for special interest right now so i could return the favor but so, um that's, um, that's season two, baby. Like, we got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, before the so-called elephant in the room, I just want to mention one more thing. The theme song takeover. The theme song takeover. <laughs> they did that. It's the Unironic. most tone deaf thing I have ever seen in my life. It's, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. Cause like, it's, it's. I have no idea. What it's to not make funny it. to point out your show's biggest failing, like you're aware of it. It's except I don't even think they sought out to do that. I just I thought it would be a legitimately funny idea to have Doofenshmirtz just do the things like because like haha, it's Doofenshmirtz, but instead it's unintentionally satirizing itself. It's they're making fun of themselves better than we can. <laughs> They did the. Yeah. They, they did that. It wasn't. It's yeah. not even like the theme song takeover is a thing that Disney Channel is doing and made them do. They're just making Milo Murphy's Law shorts, and that was what they wanted to do. Yep. I mean, I don't know. What are they going to do next for this? Yeah, I guess we do probably have a few more shorts to look forward to, which is neat. But uh, more doof. Probably, yeah. It's doof, It's just Doof singing Phineas and Ferb songs or whatever, Gosh. and Molly Lace songs. Like it's Doof singing like "Chop Away at My Heart" or whatever. Maybe. I'd actually kind of want to see that. <laughs> ha ha ha! It's Doofenshmirtz. Look at the funny sides, man. He went back. Oh my god! I just remembered. I just remembered. Um, obvious joke to make with the um final season two episodes. I'm not sure. If- I'm pretty sure I showed you the image in the chat for the podcast. You scroll up a bit. It's it's a, another Poochie reference. Oh yeah, Doofenshmirtz died on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> yeah. If they act, imagine if they actually do something like that. If they kill off Dr. Heinz Doofenshmirtz, I will be very impressed. It's <laughs> still sad. Except it'll be more sad to see what he's become instead of, you know... It is, honestly. The thing is, it's like, they just won't 
let it die. Yeah. Um, to reference another Disney movie, uh, let it go. <laughs> but yeah, this is like. Lead, okay, this is. I guess this is leading into the elephant. Disney Plus. The streaming yeah. service that I actually am 100% going to subscribe to because Disney owns my ass. Um, yeah. The they're Disney's making a Phineas and Ferb movie. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Disney Plus already has me hooked with all the Star Wars shows they're releasing. So and the Marvel stuff and the Monsters, Inc. show and the Legend of the Three Caballeros, maybe? Oh, is that what they might... They is still that, haven't that announced what... that show, but it's out. So, I mean, where else yeah. is it going to go? Yeah, I guess it makes sense. But yeah, Phineas and Ferb movie. Candace against the universe. Oh, uh, you got the synopsis. Yeah, the synopsis. But... Okay, Phineas and Ferb had a good run. It had an it impressive, like, amazing run. Longer than any other Disney Channel show, I believe. Like, can't we just let it die? <laughs> Because it's Disney. Disney's like a corporate behemoth trying to consume everything. And with launching their stream service, they're going to like get all their big IPs to draw people in. A TV series is never going to be an evergreen franchise. Never. It just doesn't work. Rip. You can't just do this. You can't just keep making a TV show indefinitely. Because... What happens is you end up with The Simpsons. Oh my gosh. Why is The Simpsons still running? Like, who even, who even watches it anymore? I mean, I still watched The Simpsons up to just a few seasons ago, but I realized I wasn't actually having fun and just kind of watching it out of obligation. So I stopped. Like, whenever The Simpsons comes out, I'm just like, oh yeah, that still exists. Like, I'll still watch any episode of the first 10 seasons of that show and at mm-hmm. any point. But at this point, it's gotten to the point where it has been a bad show for longer than it's than it was a good show. I guess a closer comparison might be SpongeBob or Fairly Odd Parents, actually. Yes, actually. Those are also examples of this seasonal rot. And it's amazing to me that Phineas and Ferb hit seasonal rot without ever getting another season. Yes, it's weird. It's like, oh, we ended the show, but then it's like, oh, except we didn't really end the show. And then it's like, oh, we're now doing a movie. And it's like, shrug. Yeah, so the um, this movie, um, Candace like, gets abducted by aliens and goes to space. Yeah. So here's my... Uh, theory it's the same aliens in Milo Murphy's Law uh I've got a couple of thoughts for that I want to read hear me out first. though hear me out though okay so Phineas and Ferb took over Milo Murphy's Law Milo's getting his revenge baby oh wait 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 okay but first I just want to read the um some more information that we apparently have um it says that Candace's takeaway by the aliens and Phineas Ferb are gonna go rescue her. Yeah, but apparently she's taken to some sort of utopia that's free from her brothers. I feel so like all like... planets, except for the Earth, are free from Phineas and Ferb. So basically it's like she's kidnapped but she actually embraces the situation sort of thing. So yeah. I just I just wanted to throw that in in case it like influences your ideas at no, all. Yeah, I, I did read that though. Like okay. um how about the last time Candace went to an alien planet without her brothers and she became Queen of Mars and she didn't oh, want to yeah. stay there. Like Yeah, it's like it's it's unfair science for redo two point It's unfair science for redo redo. <laughs> yes it is. Yeah. I, so is it gonna play out? Wait a minute, I just remembered, um that episode was written by John Colton Barry, right? I think I it was. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like he's actually returning to write for this movie. I saw that he is. That's like one thing in its favor, I think. Like, yeah, I, I, I think he's. Uh, yeah, I like John Colton Barry's work a lot. He saved be school, be cool, Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you know, 
I sort of like um I he's definitely you know one of my favorite writers in the show and I guess it's sort of the fact that um it's is actually it's discussed that he's you know not is not is not afraid to sort of like challenge sort of the show's ideas and stuff to try and like push it to see to get the best things out of it. Yeah, I mean, like for, he created Pinhead Pierre. Okay, that, but I mean, he's even, I mean, he actually suggested things like, um, you know, Candace and Jeremy actually, you know, eventually get together or yeah. things like that instead of just, you know, Jeremy forever being, you know, the unattainable cute blonde boy. Yeah, which whatever. was a good move. Yes. A it, really good actually, move. Yeah, it made Jeremy more interesting and gave Candace, you know, new things to do. Yeah, more variety in plots so she's not stuck to the same formula every day. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he's sort of like able to help sort of get the show to evolve while still sort of like adhering to like this, its spirit and formula. Which is why it's wild to me that he was not brought on to Milo Murphy's Law. Um, was he was he writing Beast Cool at the time, or was I'm, he? Yeah, on... that's I'm sure that's the only reason because he was. It's that. It is. It's it's, it's, it's either that or that Lego City show he's apparently doing now. Oh, is he on that? Oh, huh. yeah. He said he he recently tweeted something that he's like on a Lego City show. I think that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I guess. So yeah, John is one thing in its favor, I guess. But I mean. I guess the thing is, like, for me, I want to be excited, but I just can't be because basically everything that's happened with Milo and what it's done with Phineas and Fab has basically just eroded my trust to, like, 0.000001%. It has not been long enough for a revival to be exciting. Yeah, that too, that too. And just the... If Milo Murphy's Law had never happened, I would be way more excited for this than I am. Yes, if Milo didn't exist, I would be excited because there would be no weird Phineas and Ferb effect and Doofenshmirtz weirdness. Yeah, they wouldn't have ruined their own show for me. Yeah. The thing is, they I honest... still expect this movie to be good. Like, it'll probably be enjoyable a fun time but i'm just not interested it just feels like it'll be exhausting to watch yeah yeah i'm not even sure i don't even optimistic enough to wonder if it will even be good unfortunately now here's um here's the kicker yeah where does it fit in the timeline okay yeah so Let's go back to the Milo thing you suggested. Like, what if it's like, um, like the, the aliens that take Candace, they're the Milo ones. And, but what if, like, the season two finale of Milo ends up, you know, ending and it's, you know, Phineas and Ferb are back and all that. And it's like, it ends with to be continued in the Phineas and Ferb movie. That would honestly make it a little more exciting. Or potentially worse because or it's potentially so much worse. Because Milo, it would then basically be Phineas and Ferb sequel. I am not optimistic that Milo would even be in the movie because I feel like they're trying to sell this to people who are not hardcore fans like we are and probably wouldn't have watched Milo Murphy's Law at all and thus are free from the pain right this is the people that are tweeting at dan pavenmeyer and jeff swampy marsh like hey bring back phineas and ferb blissfully unaware that it has never left us yes that's a good point um yeah it probably it's shouldn't just... have, probably shouldn't be surprising that this is happening because like they did say when they first announced that Phineas and Ferb was ending, that they would come back for specials if Disney wanted them. So this really shouldn't be a surprise at all. Oh yeah, that's true actually, but I mean, I guess maybe it feels like a surprise because of the whole Milo thing. Right, because they never left. Yeah. They can't just like pitch this as a revival when 
it's not. Yeah. It's coming. I mean, it's coming. What is it? Is it a launch day thing or is it just a year one thing? Uh, I don't think they said it was launch day. So I assume it's just within the first year. Yeah, but like, then it's a year after their last appearance, which is not a revival. Yeah. It's weird. Honestly, though, I wouldn't put it past them to include Milo stuff in it, even if, you know, they might not. They might just, they could just have Milo and stuff show up. I would absolutely, I would actually want to see them use Milo. Because I feel like they won't. They're not bold enough. They don't believe in Milo to hold his own. Hmm. Yeah. They might, Hashtag. like, also, they might have already announced that if he was. Because, like, Weird Al Yankovic is a pull in and of himself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So maybe not. Unless so we already just... have the cast list, and it hasn't listed anybody that's not a pre-existing Phineas and Ford character. Unless it's just, like, Cavendish and Dakota or something. Or it's a cameo. I mean, if the plot is that Candace gets abducted by aliens and the entire plot of season two of Milo Murphy's Law is that there's aliens that are trying to get Milo, how do you not tie this together? It's right there. Just, th you got these two pieces of string and they're intersecting. All you gotta do is not that, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but I guess the question is, you know, if we actually want that. You got the aglets right there. You can just... <laughs> So yeah, um, timeline, um, so yeah, it could happen after the show, but, um, it could also happen during the show. It um, could be like, yeah, it could like be an episode, it could like fit into like the Phineas and Ferb timeline seamlessly, like it was always a part of it, maybe. Yeah, there's the possibility that it'll just take place during the summer. Mm -hmm. and it'll just like have absolutely no bearing on anything yeah it feels like this is probably gonna be the end of Phineas and Ferb for now but it also there's always the possibility of a sequel mm-hmm yeah, and they just, they just keep making movies for Disney Plus forever. They're doing live-action Lady and the Tramp. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? Jeff Goldblum's doing a show about how he perceives the world. Like, there is no rules to Disney Plus. Okay, Disney Plus, let me pitch a show to you, then. D Disney Plus, okay. Here's my pitch, okay. First of all, you need to buy Land of the Lost. Okay, now. <laughs> okay, give okay. Disney even more corporate power. Just just to let me reboot it. That's all I want. Okay. Why can't it just be like another streaming service though? You're right. I should just pitch this to Netflix. Okay, so if, if it's during the summer, then it's, then it's nothing. It'll probably just end up retconning something at some point. Hopefully it retcons the video... the Phineas and Ferb effect, yeah. Um, or it'll take place after Milo Murphy's Law. And the things that actually happened there will be canon. Yeah. I don't see them doing that, though, because, again, yeah. marketability. Yeah. Phineas and Ferb but was not a serialized show. This is something that I'm sure they expect people who have watched and loved Phineas and Ferb, but didn't get deep into it. They didn't get deep into that paint. They just watched it from time to time. They're not going to expect you to have watched an entire other show and understand that, oh, yeah, Juvenge Burtz is good now, and also he invented time travel, and also he broke up with his boyfriend, Perry the Platypus. <laughs> now, let's be honest. While I did that with Phineas and Ferb, I just goes, oh, we expected you to... Oh, I expect you to just notice up the show, too. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. Like, that's Phineas and Ferb. Like, yes, you can assume, different levels. in Milo Murphy's Law, you can assume that everyone knows the, the gist of Phineas and Ferb. 
Yeah. There is absolutely no reason to assume that anybody going into the Phineas and Ferb movie will have any knowledge whatsoever that Milo Murphy's Law existed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. People don't watch this show. People have never heard of this show. Phineas and Ferb was a worldwide phenomenon. Milo Murphy's Law is a Milo Murphy's Law is a of... a my bedroom phenomenon. <laughs> so it's a basement dwelling nerds. <laughs> No, like, I'm the only person that watched it. <laughs> wait, wait, if you're the only person who watched it, then why am I here? You're making shit up as we go along. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm a psychic. No, but yeah, so that's... Or maybe it'll take place in that um, period of time between Last Day of Summer and the Phineas and Ferb effect. So it's like Phineas and Ferb during Milo Murphy's Law, not Phineas and Ferb while they're at school. Yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, they could do something there, maybe? I, I mean, I feel like that's not, like, out of the realm of possibility. Because everyone knows it was the summer, and everyone pretty much expects that their summer ended, and that they should be in school now. So I think that would make sense. Yeah. So... I could, it's left to like um, explain Doofenshmirtz being good though. Uh, I got nothing, honestly. A relapse, <laughs> like he has every time they have to do something that takes place post summer. I just say time grenades messed time everything grenades. up, and everything. All the episodes that air in order, it act, everything actually takes place in the order it aired. It's just that the timelines. That screwed up and erased. That uh, it seems like it's just one summer with these random po summer episodes. Yeah, they um, they like uh, act your age. He didn't do anything evil, but his Perry was still sent to investigate his his uh, nader. Maybe he's mm -hmm. just building some kind of cool nader, and Perry's like, "Hey, dude, what the fuck? Stop that!" He's like, no, 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 it's, it's, it's for good. It's for good. <laughs> what if it, what if it takes place around Act Your Age, the movie? No. I don't want them to do 18-year-old Phineas this time. I don't want goes... them to do Ferb Nessa when she's, like, 10 years older than him. <laughs> I don't know, but you know what they think, but you know what the crew thinks about Act Your Age, though? Look, I, I don't this... see them doing that. I don't see them doing Act Your Age for the uh, movie. They, I know, I they definitely won't do that. I yeah. just, well, I just Gosh. find the idea funny. It's, it's hilarious. Oh yeah, I can't stop laughing yeah. at the idea of them doing that. Phineas goes even more men's rights activist this time. Phineas voice. I'm a libertarian. <laughs> and then suddenly he's like unironically a Nazi. No. 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 I Phineas mean, Phineas and... I, I can't believe this is something I have to say on my Milo Murphy's Law podcast, but Phineas Flynn is not a fascist. Unfortunately, the Phineas and Ferb effect promotes superiority, though. No. He's... Phineas and Ferb are not fascists. They're not. Don't worry. They're not fascist. It's, I'm just. I've just got a sick mind. <laughs> that is actually something I had to say. <laughs> you, can't, you, you, you can't just say words, dude. You can't just say words. I don't know. I guess. I guess that's the episode title, maybe. You can't just say words. No, no, no. The Phineas and Ferb aren't fascist thing. <laughs> Dude, dude, I promise, they're not fascists. If I was a fascist, wait, would I tell you that I'm not a fascist? I think not. Wait, wait, wait. If I was a fascist, would I tell you I'm not a fascist? That's what fascists always do. <laughs> That's the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay, okay, so that was a weird detour, sorry. Oh, it was the perfect detour. Um, what else in the movie should we discuss? I think that's, like, everything I could come up with, honestly. 
Um, okay. Um, okay, I'll see what I can come up with. Um, so, if it's about Candace and her brothers, and she's, like, away from them, and it's like, oh, I'm taken away, but I'm free from my brothers, and it's gonna be like, I imagine it's, I'm gonna see how the plot's probably gonna go, it's probably gonna be like, oh, I actually missed them, and I want, and I want to be back with them, and, that's you know, 100% that sort of thing. gonna happen, like, it's so predictable. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I'm. But, I mean, but again, Vinny's and Ferb has always been like that. It's always with the. It's oh, the juicy stuff is always in the how, not the what. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. We know that I, she's and, gonna want to come back, and I guess the, back. And I guess the reason I bring this up is because, like, how much are they actually going to challenge a sibling dynamic if this is what's gonna happen? Because I guess the one thing I've always wish they got to do Infidious and Fur, but they couldn't because it would probably be too status quo breaking is um basically Phineas and Ferb actually have to face the full reality of Candace's, you know, beef with them, her issues with them and, you know, they're busting because like they all whenever Candace is like, You're so busted, I'm telling Mum and, you know, yelling at them, you know at the very least, Phineas is always, you know, oblivious as hell. He doesn't he doesn't actually get it he doesn't actually get what Candace is actually doing yeah that's the thing i'm not sure it's so much that he's oblivious or doesn't realize what Candace is doing i just think he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong i guess it's sort of that but i mean but i guess but i do kind of feel like you know if Candace actually you know were to like fully articulate properly to him he would probably feel pretty guilty at the very least for you know upsetting her that's for sure sort of he would yeah i guess that's good yeah I, that's why he's not a fascist yes 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 fascists are bad siblings fascists are notoriously bad boys yes um but yeah i guess i just wonder like will they could they actually go that far and actually you know have you know that something like that actually come up or would it would they still sort of like dance around the sort of central issue and it's just and it's mainly just Candace's um internal thing like I imagine the latter's more likely but still I don't know I just wonder if I just wonder how daring they're willing to be with the movie because I mean across the second dimension that was all about you know breaking the status quo even though they had the mind wipe and here there's absolutely no reason to go back to the status quo because it's the end that's true Phineas and Ferb and Candace their relationship is ruined forever and they're all sad and miserable forever or it's made stronger through these hardships or or they have a civil war. Phineas and Ferb are heartbroken and they fight Candace, who is also heartbroken and they hate each other. Wait, so, okay, so Phineas is Captain America and Ferb is Iron Man in this analogy? No, it'd be more like one of, it'd be more like Phineas and Ferb is one team and Candace is the other team. Okay, okay. So Phineas uh, and Ferb would be Iron Man. I guess, yeah. Just Captain... trying to visualize this. Okay, so who's so who's Spider Man? Um <laughs> uh, I didn't go that far. I just wanted to be cruel, to be honest. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I guess we're done with this Marvel Civil War analogy here. Mm-hmm. Um Okay. Like, there's a lot um, of things they can do, but there's so little that we know. Yeah, that's the thing. Think about where they're going to go with it. Yeah, I mean, it's not really worth speculating on much until we get more information. Which so, I guess. Be, uh, Comic Con, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I, the, actually, I was just thinking uh, Aliens. What if Meep's back? Maybe Meep's back, yeah. Maybe Big Mitch is back. Mm -hmm. It's Meep Me in St. Louis, the movie. That's exactly what it's gonna be. No, it isn't. So, like, what if it was? That would be the wildest thing. 
Yeah, I mean, one it'll... thing to do with this movie is the one thing everybody's wanted to see the entire time, and that's Meet Me in St. Louis. Also, um, Stacy and Perry, they should follow up on that. They should. They should, if, they should give some closure on the Monty arc. If they if they actually did any of those things, then, well, if they actually did the Stacey and Perry thing in the movie, then, well, it'd automatically be worth it, even if it ends up being total trash. It absolutely would. Show us exactly how Stacy becomes president of Uruguay. <laughs> That's what the movie needs to be about. Stacey's I don't care about a, Candace in space. I want to see Stacy in Uruguay. She's a Marxist revolutionary, and she's overthrowing the Uruguayan government. Quick, and she without without looking Candace. up. Quick, who is the highest uh, government body of Uruguay? What is their name? Um, let me see. No, um, without looking it up. Tell me off of the top of your head who controls Uruguay. Well, it's a, they have a president, of course, but I don't remember his name. Oh. I want to remember to he. Okay. Well, Stacy is going to um, murder him in cold blood. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, because it's politically motivated, it would be assassination. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I guess this would also make it social commentary because yeah. it's America. It's America once again. Interfering with Latin American nations. It's American imperialism. And I think, I think the Uruguayan president is actually left-leaning, though. Funnily enough, wait, but that wait, that means Stacy would be right-wing. Not necessarily. Not... What if you're overthrowing the um, slight left with the far left? I know, but if it's American imperialism, Stacy wouldn't be Marxist. That's a thing. Okay, so it's Stacy imperialism. Stacey yes. Milano is going to single-handedly conquer Uruguay with an iron fist. Yeah. And then the Uruguayan Empire begins. And then her the mom llamas. will finally be impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't they don't care that she's created a new military dictatorship or whatever. It's just Oh, my daughter's finally done something for the world. Even though it's uh llamas uh, attacking people now. And she's doing a peace thing with them yeah so that's that's what the movie's gonna be about Stacey <laughs> Hirano amasses an army of llamas as seen in the llama incident and conquers Uruguay <laughs> just to impress yeah. her mom yeah that, okay mm. this movie's better than the movie we're gonna get isn't it <laughs> probably I'm trying to think it sounds like a villain I've heard of, you know, they're doing it just to impress, you know, their parents or something. I'm just, I swear there's a villain like that somewhere, but I don't know. I can't think of who exactly it is. Kylo Ren. Yeah, but who's the parent in, this situ in his situation? His oh, Darth life. Vader. <laughs> All right. No it's, Darth, no, it's Darth Vader, even though he's dead. I'm going to impress Solo. you, dead grandpa. Oh yeah, episode nine trailer just came out. Yeah, did you I see did. that? I did see that. Yeah. The emperor is here. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Whether it's just like going to be flashback or recording or force stuff or he whatever. Survived. Or it, all that it could be his survival, but I don't know. I, He's I guess still I'm just out saying, there scheming. I guess I'm just saying you never know. It's best to withhold judgments with these kind of things because they probably are trying to like play with our expectations with these things, which I'm sure they will with the Phineas and Ferb movie too. They might release something weird like, "OMG, it's a Finnabella moment," and then suddenly it's like no Finnabella in the movie at all. That would be a good thing. <laughs> Sorry, but it's the truth. I don't. Hair. They had their ending. We know what happens in ten years. We don't need to see anything now. Yeah, the ending unfortunately sucked though. Sure, sure. Okay, that didn't weird. I said sucked in relation to a relationship. Oh my gosh, now I just made it even worse. So yeah, Isabella ended that by sucking. 
<laughs> oh gosh. You brought it up, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess my sanity's really slipping these days. That's just that's just how it is. It just be like that. Wait, okay, okay, yeah, okay. They're adults. They they can do that stuff. Okay. They are consenting adults, and they can suck whoever they want. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's about all we can talk about. Yeah, nothing else comes to mind for this. Yeah. So. Milo Murphy's Law is going to be ending in a month, so that's probably going to be our last episode. Maybe one or two more. Yeah, we could do stuff for maybe like the movie when it comes out, perhaps. Yeah, but that's a year away. So yeah, and it's not strictly Milo over. either. Yeah. I think the show's pretty much going to be effectively over here pretty quick. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yep. It's been a good run. Mm-hmm. So, if you want more Milo Murphy's Law content from me, I did a video on why I hate Dr. Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> that's not what oh, the video. I... That's not what the video is about. But you get you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about how he went to his home planet and died. If you get the reference. No, yeah, but yeah, there's a video. It's on my YouTube channel. There will be a link in the uh, description below on SoundCloud. And I hope that will extend to all of the other podcasting apps you can find us on. I really hope it's in the show notes there. We'll see. But if you if it's not, it's on The Real Agent Goldfish on YouTube. And the video is called Dr. Heinz Poochie Schmertz, The Problem <laughs> with Milo Murphy's Law. I wonder if anyone on the crew has actually seen that video yet. Here's the thing. Um, Martin Olson has seen a lot of my videos. Oh. <laughs> um he commented he he comments on a lot of the um the demos that I'd uploaded that I stole from uh. him and then he also com <laughs> he's also commented on some of my Phineas and Ferb memes. Okay. I think he he commented on the one where I did floor after floor but it keeps getting faster. Uh right. Yeah. So you're saying you say so you saying he could have seen Pookie saying It's entirely possible. That Martin Olson saw that video. What if, what if, what if he saw it and unsubscribed? I, he was never subscribed, I don't think. Okay, okay. But like, what if he now hates you? He might. He could totally actually hate me. And that's, it's totally valid. And then, and then he's like, he rents the other crew and it's like, oh my god, this guy, this loser, the, 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 on YouTube is like, oh, they made a video about Doof and how he sucks now, and it's like, blah, 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 and they all hear about it and check it out too, and they, they all get angry, and it just keeps spreading, and it actually gets more views because of the outrage. That's kind of what I was hoping for, honestly, the outrage. Has anyone been that outraged, though? Yes, there have been some angry comments. I'm going to read okay. some. Okay, yeah, let's read some. Let's read some comments. Because actually, a few of them did make some good points, too. Right. But that's not what we're here for, is it? Oh, we're here for salt, but also for good points. All right. I know, but, like, reading these comments, I was assuming it's to, like, yeah, point no. out you know, how yeah. mad they are. Oh, I got some comments for review. Let's review them now. Oh, um, somebody says I'm very beautiful and loves my videos and lots of winky heart emojis. The winky okay. heart is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, good question. So, can't agree with everything I said regarding Doofenshmirtz. Doofenshmirtz is still a fun character, and the Phineas and Ferb its effect itself, I personally felt, is way too overanalyzed by so many, and not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. Season two is a fun season, regardless of others may say. That's valid. Okay, you're right. You can yeah, have yeah. fun with that. Sure. Yeah, even it, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be stop being salty about it. I mean, yeah. I made an April Fool's about it. <laughs> right, you did. Yes, yeah, yeah. I wanted to try and see what would happen if I tried to ride it, as you know, if I actually liked it. 
but it just ended up turning into a Danganronpa parody thing. Yeah, well, at least you said Lady Krillers is complete garbage. Oh, I did? Yeah, no, this this comment did, yeah. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. But yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. That's, that's a valid comment. Any not-so-valid comments? Yes, um, I need to find it. Wow, you are the whiniest person I have ever met. There is no redemption or arcs in Phineas and Ferb, and it's not a pilot. It was just in one of those weird in-universe TV filler episodes. Just no, j just stop. Oh, I remember this one, actually. So, um... Okay, like you, okay, you can't just say there's no arcs and then say it was a filler episode. Yeah, that's right, because filler episode implies that, you know, there's a larger story with arcs happening. It implies that there's something to fill. Like, yeah. no, like, if there's no arcs, then there can't be filler. Yeah, and also there were arcs, if it is for redemption arcs, too. Yeah. In fact, Do you there was... Redemption arc was the entire run of the series. Yeah, that. And I mean, arguably even Candace as well. Yeah, Candace's arc, like, she is so different at the end. Her yes. relationship with Jeremy, that's an arc. Like, uh, whatever. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. the, that's the uh, angriest comment. A lot of people agreed with me, too, though. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Lots of people are getting sick of this, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, um, anything else you want to plug? Um, just the, the the channel in general, yeah, but like, uh, yeah, I already said what it is, it's the Real Agent Goldfish. There's a lot of good stuff on there, I'm working on a video about the Land of the Lost right now. And also, mm -hmm. follow me on Twitch, because I need like 22 followers to hit affiliate and I can get money, so, like, follow mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That's Agent Goldfish. Yep. For me, um, I just post random stuff on Twitter and Tumblr, I guess. My Twitter is at Hilitherium. Um, my Tumblr is not in the ornithopod. Um, I do have a YouTube that... I do have a YouTube, actually, that I'm sort of trying to experiment with, but don't count on it. I might have something posted up soon, but we'll see. Um, yeah... Um, I don't post much about, you know, Phineas and Ferb these days, though. It's usually just, like, Star Wars and frickin' Danganronpa. It's the, the, still the weirdest thing. I can't believe you just got into Danganronpa. And, like, now, of all times, too. Yes, I'm still in disbelief, too, to be honest. It's like... It's like... I've never consumed Japanese media ever, and then suddenly I see a less... Or, love the story and it's like oh my gosh something I'm obsessed with this it's weird yeah so this has been the show must go wrong and um I don't care what you say Phineas and Ferb aren't fascists <laughs> <laughs>